0: Welcome to the Purposely Driven Podcast. Each one of us has a part to play in this world. Our strengths and our gifts make our communities a little bit sweeter. Join me, LaToya Guillory, as I interview community leaders, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, and more. Find out what drives them to get up in the morning and fulfill the purpose God has for them. Kelsey Sanders is a native of Patterson, Louisiana. She moved to Lafayette in 2011 to attend UL. She holds a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Science and a Master of Business Administration with a concentration in Entrepreneurship from the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. In 2020, at the height of the pandemic, Kelsey launched her first business, Eat, Fuel, Flourish, meal prepping service. Eat Fuel Flourish is a mobile food service company offering meal preps, meal planning, and cooking demonstrations to promote healthier eating habits. Kelsey's passion for food and healthier eating aroused after her father passed away in 2019 from a heart attack. He was diagnosed with high blood pressure and diabetes, but with little guidance, he didn't make the necessary changes to live a healthier life. Since launching Eat, Feel, Flourish, Kelsey has been able to offer her services beyond Lafayette. She has been featured on the front page of the Acadiana Advocate, one Acadiana's small and minority business highlight, and named Times of Acadiana Best Chef. When Kelsey isn't cooking, she's advocating against domestic violence. Kelsey is a teenage survivor of domestic violence and is using her voice to speak out for the voiceless. She currently serves as the Board of Directors President for Faith House of Acadiana and Chair for Voices of Acadiana. Kelsey is also a member of the Lafayette Commission on the Needs of Women and a participant of Leadership Institute of Acadiana, Class 35. In her spare time, Kelsey enjoys creating new recipes, binge-watching series on Hulu and Netflix, crafting, DIYs, working out, and spending time with family and friends. Well, hello, hello. It is LaToya Guillory with Empowered with Purpose, and welcome to another episode of my purposely driven podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with and introducing to you Miss Kelsey Sanders. If you are a foodie like most people in Louisiana, you have got to taste her food. She has all of the things for your taste buds and i'm gonna let her talk more about that with us today and just um i have the honor of introducing to you miss kelsey sanders of eat fuel flourish how you doing kelsey how you doing today i'm gonna tell you i am well how are you doing very well very well well thank you for coming on today and just letting us get a chance to get to know you and all that you do. Why don't you give people a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: So, my name is Kelsey Sanders. I am from a little, very small town with only one red light um, it's called <laughs> Patterson, Louisiana. It's about 70 miles from Lafayette. And so, that's where I grew up, went to high school. And then I moved here in 2011. I attended UL. Um, I got my undergrad in exercise science. And once I graduated in 2015, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, it took me about six months to find a job. And so um, I got hired at Sprint in Lake Charles. So I was commuting every day to Lake Charles for my job. Um, you know, I couldn't really turn my nose up at it because that was the first <laughs> job I got after graduating. It's was like, oh, I went to school, spent all this time. Now I can't find a job. So I did that for about four years or so. Um, it was twenty twenty. And I was like, okay, well, I gave myself three years, two to three years to sit out of school. And I'm like, after that, I have to go back to school because I had a scholarship. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was interested in the diet program, but um, ULs was canceled. And so instead of wasting more time, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get my MBA. Um, And so I started at UL in the MBA program. And at the beginning of 2020, I finally decided to take my vision off my vision board and started my meal prepping company, Eat, Feel, Flourish. Um, I put on the the vision board in December of 2019, 2020 got here. You know, I was still out every weekend, traveling here, traveling there, and then boom, the pandemic hit. And so literally the first (laughs) week of March is when I started. And, you know, most people took a hit and it was a big change. But for me, you know, I was able, you know, to create convenience for people because a lot of people, you know, weren't going to the store or they didn't feel comfortable going out. So, you know, that's how I started. And from then on, it's been it's grown um, faster than I expected. Um, but um, let's see, in August, you know, it was at a point where I was working so much over the weekends and still doing my full time job at Sprint and going to school full time. It was like, you know, I wanted to quit, but I'm not sure if I really can afford to quit. Um, so, you know, I just kept praying for God to give me a sign, um, you know, if it was ready for me to leave my job and before I actually left, I tried to find other jobs because I just (laughs) wouldn't want to work there anymore, but it was to a point where I didn't even get the thanks, but no thanks emails, like it was just nothing. So I was like, okay, well then that's a sign for me to stay. But finally, you know, he revealed to me that there's, you know, more out there for me. And so August of 2020, I, um, I resigned. And so I've been doing this full time ever since.
0: Well, that was a blessing. You are just a blessing, aren't you? I mean, right before the pandemic and then you're able to provide food for people who don't have the ability or the want to to go into the stores and still remain healthy. You know, everybody talks about that. You know, we we gain the COVID weight. <laughs>
1: Right. Right. <laughs> I was determined not to gain those pounds, but, you know, it was almost after COVID as I started gaining. I was like, this is backwards. No, I need to, you know, get back on track. <laughs> I love
0: that. I love that. And so the name of your business is Eat, Fuel, Flourish, and it does exactly that. You know, once you eat, you get fueled up and then you flourish like mm-hmm. no other. But tell us what a typical day looks like for you.
1: So a typical day, if you see me out in public, I'm usually in my yoga pants and a sweatshirt um, (laughs) looking very ran down because I'm running errands. So that's a typical day for me. It's either, you know, I'm on my computer making flyers and invoices or I'm out, you know, grabbing groceries because there's always, you know, when are people not hungry is the statement that I always make, you know. Um, So I'm always out and about um, either running errands for groceries or doing something that I was supposed to do maybe last week, but I forgot. So, um, (laughs) And if I'm not out, I'm at my house. Um, I'm probably cleaning up from a mess that I made or I'm cooking. So it's one of the three. Shopping, cleaning up, or cooking.
0: (laughs) Every time I see you, it's like you're on your way somewhere to deliver food or cook for some event. This girl is just hitting it. And you said you got a scholarship and you went back to school. Did Mm -hmm. you complete your MBA as well?
1: Yes. Uh, So like I said, 2020 was very, very, very busy for me. Um, I finished, that's what I said, before I quit my job, I was like, you know, I'm going to stay here. You know, if something else comes up, um, I'll, you know, look into that once I graduate, because I graduated fall of 2020. Well, you know, it happened opposite. I quit my job first, and then I graduated in December. So um, that's how that played out. You know, we we say what we want to happen, but, you know, God always has other plans for us. His
0: his own plan. (laughs) And but his plans have been so good for you. You got uh, 20 under 40 within the last couple of years. Was that 2020 as well or 2021?
1: It was 20. Yes, 2020. It's like you have to go back and count, like, wait, when was the pandemic? It's like <laughs> right in like, like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so um, I did receive that award in 2020 and we had our ceremony uh, March of 2021. Yes.
0: And you're in the new class, the Leadership Lafayette class this mm-hmm. year is 35 are we on year 35 yeah. already 35 Class 35. Yeah. 35 look at that and then you also recently were able to do like a cooking show
1: not yeah. a cooking show um so about that um this crazy how social media works and you know it's it's important when you your marketing um, and a, a lot of people are surprised that it's just me. I'm the accountant. I'm the social media manager. I'm the cook. I'm the delivery person, you know, so um, I love social media. And so like when I'm, you know, doing marketing, I always try to tag things that are relevant so people can find me. And so one um, on my post, I think I um, did the hashtag Louisiana chef. And so um, this chef out in Florida, he contacted me. You know, sometimes you get those contacts on Instagram. So yeah, it's probably just a yeah. spam or spam. whatever, but
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I ended up reading it. He, he messaged me and was like, Hey, I'd like to, you know, chat about opportunity. And so he called me one day and he's the owner. Um, his company is called chef culture. And so what they do is they try to cultivate chefs um, to give them the tools that they need um, resources they may need, you know, to, you know, help negotiate contracts and things of that nature. But also, um, helping people in the community, you know, to know how to purchase groceries or use the groceries mm. that they purchase. Because sometimes, you know, people go and spend $50. I was like, what did I buy? Or they'll right. buy the groceries and then try to go, I don't know, they go buy fast food or whatever, because they just don't feel like cooking. And so that's how he got us started in stores where he would do cooking demonstrations. And so he contacted me and he was like, hey, we're trying to expand our market to Louisiana. Um, It's a new market and we're looking for chefs. He was like, I found you by literally searching <laughs> Louisiana chefs. And so he was like, would you be interested in doing cooking demos in the winn Dixie out there, which ours here is closed. So I knew it wouldn't mm-hmm. be a Mafia. So um, there's two locations in Baton Rouge and then one in Destrehan. And so I did the first location, um, two are going on three Saturdays ago and then the following Saturday, I went to Destrehan, and so um, it's ironic how that's playing out because I've been doing cooking demonstrations virtually um, for JS Clark, um, and so that's kind of how God put me back on track to doing cooking demos because I used to do it, but you know I, I'm so busy and I haven't um, gotten to a point where I'm, I'm on track and dedicated my time properly. But you know He's still forcing me to do it, and so I've been doing monthly cooking demonstrations for them, and so when He asked me like, "Hey, are you comfortable doing?" It? I'm like, "Yeah, you know I." I've done that already. So, you know, cooking in front of people is not um, much of a worry for me. So that's how that played out.
0: That's good. And those are some good skills to teach people too. I, we watch um, Restaurant Impossible. I don't know if you like all those cookie shows. like. Mm-hmm. One of the main things that Robert Irvine talks about is the knowing your food costs and knowing what you're buying and mm-hmm. how to price them. And so what you're teaching them is, is fundamental for those that want to start. Food businesses, you know, mm. restaurants or, or you, food trucks or whatever. I'm hoping to see that you have a food truck in the future. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But, <laughs> you
1: know, I, I'm, I'm praying, hoping, that, you know, to I just take it one day at a time. You know, one as, day at a time as that's the resources right. come. <laughs> that's
0: right. If there was anything you could devote your time to, what would that be?
1: Um, that, that that's what I'm doing now. Is you know, cooking. Um, I wish. Or I hope to get more time as to, you know, getting out in the community and doing more education. And so the reason why I started my company is because my dad passed away um, in 2019, 20, 2009. That was my senior year in high school. I was 18 years old and he passed from a massive heart attack. Um, he had high blood, high blood pressure and diabetes. And so, you know, the typical procedure nowadays, is you go to the hospital, the doctor and they'll send you a script and, you know, say, hey, do this. And send you on your way. And so he didn't have the proper resources to actually live with those conditions. And so I watched him literally eat himself to his death. Like he would still drink alcohol, um, eat high concentrated foods, all kinds of things. And so, you know, just people think you have to have a lot of money to eat healthy. Um, but it's really just simple substitutions. Yes, you can still have your cookies, your chips, you know, a soda every now and then, but are you replacing those things with healthy options, you know, like fruit? Are you eating enough whole grains? Things like that. And so um, especially in African-American community is limited resources. So how to educate them to get the best, healthiest meals with those resources that are available to them, you know, because sometimes it is overwhelming to walk into a store and like, like, uh, this is high. I don't even know what to do with this. I don't even know how to pronounce this. You know, those yeah. things are real for us. And so being that resource for the people within our community is something that, you know, I definitely, um, want to have more time to do.
0: I love that you're doing that as I think about food and what food means to African American people, right? We like back in the day, we lived off the land, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, my grandparents had a garden. So we had a garden on the side of the house and we had a garden on the across the street and we would take all of our vegetables and all of our fruit, and that would be what we would eat Sundays and, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the week. And it was so much more healthy for us, you know, get some green beans and some cabbage and some mm-hmm. collard greens, you know, and then we would even take that and we would have our own little vegetable stand. We would sell the vegetables mm-hmm. on the side of the tree, right? And so food is a fundamental, it's important, you know, when even when it comes to meat, like the meat that we we eat, uh, we from, like they say, from the root of the tutor, you know, mm-hmm. we, we eat everything, but it's so important mm-hmm. for us and, and it helps us to maintain our health, but it's also you know important for us to be mindful of what we're eating. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's kind of when I, when I uh was trying to think of a name to name my business. I, it took forever. It's like I put so many things together. It's like oh, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't work. And so, you know, I started with eat You know, um, and it's not just you know in the literal sense of eating, but it's also you know what you feed your mind, your spirit. So, you e Fuel Flourish is you know I call it as mind, body, and spirit. If you feed yourself negative thoughts. You know, you're going to have negative thoughts, negative outcomes. If you feed yourself bad food, you're going to have you're going to feel bad. You're going to gain weight or you're going to have, you know, other health problems. So um, that's why I love my name so much. And it's universal. It's, it doesn't just include food. But, you know, what are you feeding yourself, you know, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all those things.
0: And I love that. <laughs> you yes. know, you have so I, I struggle with that for sure. Um, I am, I, am transparent, you know, vulnerability here. I'm the biggest that I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I, I laugh, Kevin and I laugh all the time because in college, I couldn't get over 119 pounds.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: well over 119 pounds. I used to get <laughs> upset. Girl, I was, I was
1: probably 119 <laughs> pounds when I was in third grade. So listen.
0: listen, you were in college. So that's a good thing. <laughs> but listen, I was upset. Because I couldn't get over 119 pounds. There was a pair of jeans. I remember them so vividly. There was a pair of jeans that I wanted to wear so bad and I couldn't fit them because they were a size seven and I was a size five. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Lord, I need to gain this weight. (laughs) I need to gain this weight so I can fit into these jeans. And it wasn't until I was in my thirties that I could fit these jeans, right? But then after 30, it was like, it didn't come off anymore. The weight didn't come off like it. Mm -hmm. so it used to Mm -hmm. and so in my mind in college it was like yeah you know i can eat this food you know and and it won't stack onto my stomach and all of these things Mm -hmm. and now it's like i can eat these food but uh (laughs) what are the consequences
1: (laughs) right (laughs) do i have any events coming up that i need to fit into a dress (laughs) okay (laughs) you know i understand
0: and so Um, it, it then becomes mental Mm -hmm. right how do you help yourself get out of this mindset of oh it's just one chip it's just one bowl of popcorn you Mm -hmm. know it's just two cookies it ain't Mm -hmm. wrong and then it becomes three and it becomes four you know but taking care of your mind body and soul is so instrumental when you're when you think about putting all of that together what what is your health truly you Mm -hmm. know where did, what are you really putting into your body? And what are the consequences of that? They could be mm-hmm. good or they could be bad. It's up to you.
1: Right, yeah. And, you know, it's we all have our flaws. And, uh, you know, we, we want things, we want to see results instantly. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. You know, it takes time. But, you know, the biggest thing is you have to celebrate your small wins. So if you win a week and you only had two bags of chips, you know, that's a small win. You know, and yeah. so just trying to replace you know, those five bags of chips with, you know, three servings of vegetables, you know, that's the way to get it done. But like I said, it, it, it seems overwhelming if you don't see the results right away, but you know, Rome wasn't built in a day.
0: Very true. (laughs) I got to keep reminding myself of that. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your definition of living your life on purpose?
1: Um, I think the first, the first part of living your life on purpose is knowing your why. Um, oftentimes we, you may think we want something until we, you know, we get through that path and like, this is not really what I want. Or, you know, you may listen to, you know, influencers, your family, your friends, but no one can truly help you discover your why except you. Um, mm-hmm. Once you discover that why, you know, it's, things will start falling into place. Um, you just have to do the work that's required to fulfill that. Why? And for me, you know, I always wanted to own a restaurant, um, but I always said, you know, I'll open a restaurant one day, you know, after I'm done, you know, working in the workforce mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. And so I worked in retail since I've been 16 years old, and I've never had um, proper leadership. If you want to say I was never developed on the job, you know, I'm a doer. So if I see there's a problem. I'll find a solution and, you know, I'll put things in place to make sure that's how things continue to flow. That's just who I am. And so I never had proper leadership. So I was never developed. Um, when it came time for promotions, you know, all those things I was always overlooked, but, you know, they always called me, you know, outstanding employee. And so it was that point to where it's like, okay, I'm not being fulfilled here. Um, there's no room for me to grow here. So what else is there for me? And so, you know, I knew that my passion was cooking. And so that's how I became motivated, you know, to continue to work on my meal prepping company. And so now, you know, cooking, cooking is what I love to do. And not just because it's a job. I don't look at it as a job, but honestly, it it was healing for me um, when I was younger and I was going through domestic violence and trying to heal from that situation. You know, Mm. cooking was my safe space. And so I don't just look at it, you know, as, you know, doing a job. It's tiring at times, but I absolutely love cooking. And you know, people can, they can taste it when they eat my food. Like I've put, you know, love into it. And, you know, when I quit my job, my mom asked, she was like, well, what are you going to do for money? And I was like, I'm going to work in my business. She was like, like what? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to just take a chance on myself because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people are going to have their questions. They're going to have their opinions, but at the end of the night, who's going to sleep with that dream? It's yourself. And so you have, the control of making that thing as big or as small as you want it to be. But, you know, you just have to live without pur- live with purpose and not worry about, you know, the judgment that's gonna come.
0: I love that. Bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say, you know, your grace for every door that you walk through. You know, I was uh, in a, uh, I do like vision board parties. And I was doing one for um, a friend of mine, and she um, she asked me to put like together some stuff. And and one of the things that I, that I said in the in the party is that the call is bigger than the circumstances that come with it. Mm-hmm. You know. And so when you understand the call, and those circumstances come, you understand that the call is bigger than the circumstances that come with it. Mm-hmm. And so I know it's no easy feat because you don't just do meal prepping you're also board president of uh faith house Mm -hmm. right and i mean you're you're still doing all the things Mm -hmm. you know and but the fact that you have the understanding that the call is bigger than the circumstances that come with and it doesn't mean that it's easy right Mm -hmm. and you don't have days when you're like i'm tired i want to quit but you have your moment. And then you come back because you understand that the call is bigger than the circumstances.
1: hmm Yeah. Um. It, it. for me for a while. Um, it was when I won the. Um. I was selected as the Be Brave honoree for the Lafayette Commission on Needs Women. You know, I was trying to figure out what I was going to say for my acceptance speech. Um. And you know, for me, it was understanding the why. Um. When I went through, you know, my um, abusive situation, you know, I questions like, why me? why did I have to go through these type of things, you know, I didn't think I deserved that kind of treatment, but, uh, counter that question with why not, you know, um, I had to go through that traumatic experience, um, and God kept me alive because many, there are many who don't make it alive, and so, you know, now the mission is to educate people, um, and so every day I live, I live and say, God kept me here for a reason, so there's work to do, um, It is very exhausting, um, you know, doing what I do. But um, at the end of the day, I'm here for a reason. And I have to keep fighting for those who either are voiceless or they lost their life, you know, to domestic violence. I love
0: that. So where do you draw your strength from?
1: From my mom, um, Mm. first. Um, She was a single parent. And, you know, I watched her every day get up and go to work. Um, It was me and my two brothers. Uh, There were times where... know, she had to make decisions where she was on split the money to pay bills, Um, you know, so I watched her, the true definition of sacrifice, I watched her sacrifice. And so, you know, in the days where I just don't feel like I have it, I just, you know, get that picture of my mom, um, just to keep pushing. And then also my, my cousin, she's, she's my first cousin, but she's also like a second mom, she basically raised us in the summer, Um, anything we needed, she would, you know, be there, was guidance for us you know all those things and so those are the two strong women in my life and then also my mentor which I'm sure you know um Tanya Boldenbald she she helped cultivate me um in college you know I was here all alone and you know she took me under her wing and we just grown so much since then um so I'm definitely grateful for her as well
0: I love her you know she's just she's just that woman that wants to help other women be Mm -hmm. everything that they are Mm -hmm. um you had me tearing up because I grew up in the same with the same thing my mom was a single mom my dad mom got divorced when when I was like six or something like that and it was just me and my two brothers and just to watch her pick Mm -hmm. up her mantle pick up her baton and just do what she needed to do you know, mm-hmm. and now now she living her best life. She's her 60s, <laughs> and now she's like, y'all grown. I did what I needed to do.
1: Right, it's not, not a time when I see my mom, yo. she doesn't ask. oh, no, I'm, I don't know if I'm have grandkids, or, I don't know either, because, you know, right now, life is hard <laughs> for me, just by myself, so you just got to keep praying and
0: waiting. <laughs> I did the same thing to my mom, but that's her fault. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have KJ till I was 35. But that's my mom's fault she shouldn't have told me all them stories when I them. <laughs> so she, she had to wait I was ready <laughs> right <laughs> yes what is your favorite scripture or quote
1: um right now I think um one of the scriptures that I'm leaning on right now is Proverbs 3 5 I'm leaning that to that own understanding um you know a lot of times like why am I doing this why are they calling me <laughs> Like, I really don't feel like it, but okay, God, like, I'm not, okay, like, let me just grab my stuff and just go on by my way because I know, you know, there's a bigger picture. But also, you know, personally, um, I don't talk about, you know, my personal experience a lot, but, you know, I'm just in this place or a space where, you know, God has me um, by myself. And so I've buried myself so much into work and I neglect my personal my personal time. And that's just because, you know, I'm single, you know, I'm successful, but a lot of people, are, Oh my God, you're successful. You you know, have education, you're talented and you don't have a significant other, you know? And so, you know, watching my friends get married and have kids, all those things, you know, are very, very tough for me, but you know, I sit here and I'm like, you know, it hasn't happened yet because, you know, God has other tasks for me to complete before I get to that part of my life. But also I have my own personal healing to do. Um, And it's mm-hmm. it's, very exhausting um but you know he has me here you know to reflect on things past traumatic experiences that I've just never ever ever talked about um just tucked away and so you know I'm just in that space right now you know digging through those feelings um trying to get proper healing and to grow to be you know the person that he's preparing for me as well you know being that full being able to fully commit you know, Mm -hmm. to that person. So, you know, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I completely get that. We can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So how do we find you, Kelsey? I know you're all over everywhere, you know, but if we wanted to send you a message or if we wanted to book you for catering, because you do, couples um like date nights and things too, don't you
1: how, yes how do i you do mind? private dining experiences um so i can be found Eat Fuel flourish is on facebook and we have an instagram page um, my contact number is 337-366-1161 and then the email is flourish at gmail I am currently trying to finish my website. So um, April will, something will be up in April. Um, it's second quarter and I, you know, I just, I can't not put it up anymore. Hold on, wait out anymore. So the website will be up. Um, but easiest way is to text me or call me because an email, it might be two days later. So <laughs> trying to get better with that. But, you know, um, I'm never asleep. I'm usually up, but um like I said, my customers know, they, they call me um, whatever they want. I like to give my customers freedom. And so when they say, hey, can you do this? Or what do you do? And I always ask, what do you like? Um, because they, I always say I can do whatever. And I really mean whatever. Because um, I just love to cook. But mm. um, I love to bring their vision to life because not every customer is the same. So yes, you know, I can have a menu well popular items but that may not be what you want so you know tell me what you want and I'll give you some options or what I think you might want you know so there's always no experience is the same for me so I like to treat it like that
0: I love it but you get to know your customers that way Mm -hmm. and you build that relationship with them and so they know that they can call you Mm -hmm. you with with their needs and you'll be able to accomplish Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Kelsey, so much for coming on here and letting us get to know you better. I appreciate everything that you're doing and your purpose is bigger you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot, but you're doing great things and we appreciate you and I just wanted to give you your roses today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great experience. You're welcome. This has been the Purposely Driven Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast interview and I look forward to you joining me in the future. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. New shows are posted twice a month for your listening pleasure. See you next time.